It's Sunday. Why you yelling? Ye I'm so sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> I just love doing that to you every single time. I imagined like that would be the intro to every one of them. Like it's Sunday. Why you yelling? And people would like catch on and be like, I love the start of it. And you ruin it every time. I don't, I don't think it has much. You're a pod ruiner. I'm a caster. No. I thought that was gonna, that sounded better in my head. I told you we're so we only had four reviews, and and two of the <laughs> two most previous are Heath. You think both are? <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> Heath pulled in one of her friends. I think the first one was Heath. I think the second one was Heath's friend. No, that I, would devastate. I would me. actually almost put money on it. I hope not, because that would really hurt the the old morale. I wouldn't give a fuck. Put those numbers on the board. It, it counts. Everything counts. Half the tip counts. <laughs> <laughs> Body count counts. Dude, this this room does suck. We had so much energy downstairs, and now we went came back here. I'm tired. I don't know what it's. it's yeah, like I'm telling you, it's the lighting. It's just. How do you work here every day? Because I have the windows open. Oh. I have the blinds open, and you get actual natural daylight. You need to like paint the walls. I was thinking that too, but I don't think that would. You can't get brighter than white. <laughs> like, where do we go from here? That's true. I don't know this. This is like a jail. It's just not it's like, having the ceiling light is just ridiculous. And I'm I'm curious, like, I'm, this is one of those questions that makes me feel really stupid having to ask you. Like, normal lighting. If, if I go on, like, Ikea and I'm looking at, you know, wall lights or ceiling lights, I'm like, I have to go inside and, like, connect that shit electrically through this fucking system in the apartment, right? Like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you there's to more find, to like, do. A source of energy yeah and like I, i'd have to like talk to the building about doing something like yeah. that right i mean but in my in my shower there was no light so we were literally bathing in the dark that's what wild and i hated it and heather bought an led light from amazon and it's a sensor light i tell you what there's almost never an instance where i've put more light into a spot and haven't been like oh wow that's like amazing you know even downstairs i feel like i've gotten the lighting pretty good but yeah. it's after three lamps and the, like even putting the string of lights around under the stairs i'm like oh this gets better every time this is yeah this you it's, need, it's so bad this was not made for a studio no so what are you gonna do i didn't even i didn't even like i think think this, about also it it's winter you are seasonal. very depressing yeah. yeah seasonal depression has hit we are in middle of winter. This yeah. is this is normally we'll film we'll yeah. film in the summer like for Fade the Public and we'll have those windows wide open and we'll be staring People at them the whole time. Yeah. yeah, it's daylight the whole time and we'll just yeah, it, it, it's like fantastic. you actually can see it in your video of your eyes just keep going. Every time. And it's a good yeah. thing Snack sits to the left because he would never pay attention. Well he didn't he would for the first like six months we did the podcast, he would flip his head around every time a hot girl walked by and we're like, How does he do it? And we didn't know for a while and then we realized that he could see through the backboard Exactly. Like you, you kept seeing me look back and you still didn't even realize you could pick up that you can see it through there. And I was like, that's incredible. And every time it walked by, I was like, no fail. You know, it was just like, yeah. like he broke his fucking neck doing that shit. That's amazing. But I love seasonal depressions here. It's winter. I think it hits everybody, especially in this area. Cause the, the darkness is long. The cold is here. And there's now with, especially COVID, preach brother, nothing. <laughs> Is waiting for you, and it's like most day. people aren't even like leaving the house now too. Yeah, so they're get so they feel what I've felt <laughs> over the last few years. They're feeling the pain, but it's very real. Yeah, yeah, but I think it's gonna get better. It's all, I I feel like the first the last two weeks of January and the first two weeks of February are always the worst, and then my birthday I feel like that's the turning point of like February, March that's coming, spring. What is it? Uh, oh no, that's April. 
showers brings May flowers. So yeah. that's a lie. March. As soon as March 1st hits, I'm like, we're in spring. Do you see the M on the calendar? We're good. Do you think people are going to have like COVID parties at like March 17th when? Like, the anniversary? Yeah. Is that the anniversary? What, what, what exactly is the anniversary? I I said the 17th because that's when like my job shut down. That's okay. That You're going off your job I remember shut down? the 16th I went out to eat and then what is his name? Rudy. Uh, what was that guy on um the Utah Jazz? Rudy Gobert. Yeah. He, yeah. he got it. That was wild. That dude. was the day he got it. And I, we just came back from dinner and we we're like, this is real. Like someone. We could go off of also that day you moved, you helped move me in here because that was when New York officially shut down. Talk remember? about a good friend. Me. I know. It's wild that I would let you help me. I remember, I think my mom did like the sign of the cross when I went to go get the truck <laughs> from my brother-in-law. I was like, I'm going to the city to move Nick. She's like, be careful. I put like four gloves on yeah. a face shield. That was wild. And like, we didn't know if we could like, like shake each other's hand, but like. You were in my car, so... <laughs> yeah, we were, like, literally sitting next to each other, carrying the same shit right next to each other. Yeah, Crazy that was... Time. I think this that was April 1st. has flown by. Kinda. Like, COVID year. I think... I, like, March, April, obviously, was super slow, but I think after that, it started going. Now we just normalized it, like everyone said that we would. Mm-hmm. It's just... Yeah, this feels normal now. It almost feels like, you know, the weekend comes, and there's no differentiation between the weekend and the weekdays anymore. Speak for yourself. What are you doing on weekends? I work. So, so. we're literally <clears throat> recording this on a Friday night. <laughs> <It's our> fucking, <laughs> you fucking cunt. I saw. Don't worry. You'll just edit that out. Honestly, fine. So how was this week? I really haven't talked to you this week. I sent you two memes or like screenshots. I didn't get a response, but I didn't actually care for a response. So I didn't which know ones? the Popeyes. Which ones and which platforms? Uh, text, text. This was straight text. You answer social media. So I, this is, this is how my routine goes now. Cause our relationship has changed. We used to talk like every day at, at some point. And then that just stopped. Cause we you know, so funny. Like, I don't feel like our relationship has changed at all <laughs> but yeah. from your side. You're probably like this, mother, this motherfucker don't answer Shambles. me for weeks. Yeah. I think at first it bothered me, but now I'm like busy. Like, uh, yeah. You also life. live with your fucking fiance and shit. So get out of my face. All right. Just Sorry, apologize. I mean mean. <laughs> if you want to send shit, send it through Instagram. No, you but can this see is, me seeing. But shit. this is my daily. Like this is how I make sure you're good. Like if I need something, I will text you. Be like you good, and then you'll answer. Because that's why I did that this morning. Because I was telling Heather you like don't, I hate you don't answer, and I, I, I was that. like yeah. I know he will answer if I ask him an actual question. She's like no, you won't. He won't. And I'm like watch this. I always think if like I was on a radio show and they're like, who's one person you can call right now that will answer? And I was like, if I call Nick, I would have to like, I, I don't think you would answer. I would have to text you I almost you always something. answer the call. I feel like calls I typically answer yeah. because you don't call often. So if you call, I'm like, okay, there's like something what that about needs. FaceTime? There's, uh, <laughs> if I'm busy, I won't answer FaceTime because FaceTime is more of like a fuck around kind of thing. Yeah, that's hangover time. If, yeah, if you, if you call, then I usually know there's something up. But yeah, if you texted me before and you were like, answer this call. And I answered, then I'd be like, okay, yeah. I would definitely answer that. But, but I, don't, I don't got time for that. Fuck my, my thing is social media tells me you're alive. If I text you and I need an answer, I will like it or put a heart on it just to, for an update. Cause I know you looked at it, but didn't respond. Here's the thing. Like, and I think I probably told you this before. Like I see everything, every text, every call, all that shit. I probably see within five seconds of it happening. If I'm not on my phone, which I have my phone usually glued to my hand. I'm on my computer, which has my fucking iMessage just coming through it. Yeah. I see everything, but I, I just like, I but prioritize quickly. <laughs> I prioritize quickly what actually needs an answering. Yeah. You know? But 
You've been prioritized as not. No one needs an answer. No one fucking. If, if something comes in that needs an answer, I'll answer. But is, like, well, it, I don't. Is needed an answer the other day. He, Steve. Yes, is how are you? Is a snacks. I don't know yeah. if you guys use. Yeah, the use, same. use snacks. Use yeah. big dogs yeah. terminology. <laughs> Sorry, please. snacks. Text me, Steve. Snacks. Where's Nick? And this is mine. You like Thursday, two p.m. I'm at work. I'm like. Snacks. I, I don't know. And he's like, he hasn't answered me in 24 hours. I'm concerned. I'm like, he's literally tweeting right now. He's alive. And I'm like, I texted him. He didn't answer me, but he answered my snap. So he's just being a cunt right now. So just give it time. And he's like, okay. No, because I don't usually do that with them because we have the group chat and we're talking about work shit. So yeah. we'll answer. That's a, you know, that's something that I need to be answering because yeah. we need to produce shit weekly. But since the season has ended, we haven't done a fucking thing for Fade the Public. We've done like two Zoom shows, which are terrible always. Like they're fine. Like they, the live streams came out fine, but like they're just, it's just like kind of point. We haven't put any work into any of the shows that we've kind done. Kind of like a little vacation. <clears throat> yeah, but no. Like when the fuck did I say we can take a month off of vacation? Uh, this wasn't allowed. No, like oh, this, I it was. this wasn't it. It was just like a, apparently, was a vacation apparently it was a non-spoken fucking thing because they're still working on other shit. And I'm like, you guys understand that Fade the Public is what runs all your other shit on the side going through. You a little mad about that? Yeah, I am fucking mad. That's why I didn't answer them for 72 fucking hours. Oh, just because they content's not there and you're just pissed. Because, again, it happened with it was with the, with the snow. And I told them, I was like, okay, the parking is the parking is shitty here. You guys are not going to be getting... If they wanted to come this week, they could have. Like, yeah. they could have made it work. They could have, you know, gone somewhere else. The day it snowed, and I was like, you're not going to be able to park in front of my apartment. Uh, and then Max was like, oh, I might have to work tomorrow on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. The job wasn't canceled, so he had to work Wednesday. So I'm like, okay, I guess, you know, like, they're like, what are we doing for the show? And I'm like, that's, you know, that's two out of the last three weeks that we're just, like, not going to do the so show it's now. Like, this should be their main priority, your second priority, <clears throat> but they should get here so you can get it done. Right. So it, it's not it's not necessarily, like, and, and there have been excuses. It was, like, it was like a couple weeks ago, Animal and Snacks were fighting, so they're like, we're not going to come, you know? Like, <laughs> they were, like, legit fighting. Oh, yeah, we didn't even ask, but I don't think we talked about this on the podcast. No. When I had to go to get the COVID shit done or whatever, when Ella had COVID and then I had to go. Uh, Animal texted me. They were supposed to come to do shit that whenever, whatever day it was. <clears throat> and uh, Animal's like, I can't, I can't deal with snacks today. Like I can't come. I'm not coming to fade the public. And I was like, this is like, you know, like oh, they had you and Steven is were supposed to come. Yes. Okay. So this happened that week. And, uh, and Animal texted me. I was like, okay. And the only reason I was cool with it, was because one, I know they do so much filming together on a weekly basis that they're like always together and I can understand yeah. that they're getting at each other's nerves and shit. But I also thought Steve was coming. Mm -hmm. Steve had told me the day before that he was like, I have to move my sister, move some shit somewhere, whatever. He, had stuff, he had stuff to do. And I was like, okay, uh, well, they're going to come earlier. So Snacks basically spent all morning trying to convince Animal to come and stop getting, you know, doing his bullshit or whatever. By the time they were done bickering and not coming here early, Steve couldn't come anymore. So Animal was still like, I'm not coming this week. Steve wasn't coming anymore, so it was just Snacks. Snacks would have came in by himself, but I'm like, we're not doing a two-person filming like this together. Um, so that just went out the door. And I was like, okay, maybe it's a one-time thing. And then the COVID thing happened, so I was like, you guys probably couldn't have came here anyways. Not the point, right? The, yeah. the principle behind it. So we did the live stream Friday. Uh, the next week, they came in here. Our episode was absolute shit. It was terrible. It was like no energy. Just like there was no like organization to it. You know, No work put into it, clearly. Yeah. This week, this happens. Like the snowstorm comes Tuesday, so like, okay, you couldn't couldn't have came. I told him to come earlier that day. I was like, you guys, it was like nine thirty a.m. The snow wasn't coming for another five fucking hours. I was like, we can kind of got in, got out, yeah, film the fucking show. And uh, I was at work. Whenever it started, I don't remember when it started. Maybe this was a different. It started story. like three. So you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could have came in, could have made it work. 
and then the snow piled in and then Wednesday I was like, yeah, you can't park here. There's no parking, whatever. Push came to shove. It just, it was just like no, there was no effort to try to make it happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and at that point they were like, okay, like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm just like, like if it, like I'm not just doing a show for the sake of doing a fucking shit show, you know? I get it. If you guys don't want to put effort forth towards it. You don't think since maybe in their heads, this is devil's advocate type thing. Sure. You know, fantasy football ended. They, they did put out, you guys put out great content. You would say maybe this was the best year of Fade of Public. Yes or no? I don't know. Do you agree? Yeah. 100%. So it was the best. They worked hard. Maybe they thought, hey, let's take a, like a little hiatus and then we'll get back right to it. And you don't think they 100%, deserve that? That's the, uh, uh, shouldn't you have a conversation? Or you should have been like, hey, let's finish out strong to the Super Bowl and then let's take a break after that. Yeah, I, pr- no I probably goal, should with have. With no commu- finish line, people are going to get burnt out. You know that best. So that's fair. Whose fault is it? Yeah, it, yeah, it, it was it definitely partially like I'm totally just airing them out right now, and it's definitely yeah. partially my fault too because yeah, both both like weeks it. there were some yeah. you know things there. It was just like I don't know. It they just have seemed, a married relationship without the fucking. There's and that's no the worst relationship you have. There's no sense of urgency. There was no like you're you're 100 right. Like I think football season ended, and it kind of felt like. Let's take a breather. We did good. You have to desert. I don't think that way, though. I, I know you don't, but you can't just expect them. Even though you you even said you kind of fell off these couple weeks. I didn't what? fall off. I just felt like I wanted to. Like I kept But you going. said you put less content out because of the stocks and everything like that. So why is it okay for you to do it, but they can't also? I didn't put less. I, I put fewer pieces of content out, my individual stuff, because they were like in-season fantasy related. So we were still doing Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then this Sunday stuff. Mm-hmm. But like one of those is theirs. So I'm saying it's, it's one fucking piece of content a week. Yeah, but you said they were doing other content too. Yeah, but this is the focus that needs to be what's driving their other shit. You know what I'm saying? Like no, I get it. Like I know, I know, it's I know, totally like just yeah. Asking. Like I, and, and I and I know like Animal cares about what he's doing tremendously, and I, I never want to pull that back from him. But I just sometimes like it feels like I need to remind. Maybe him, maybe this is not even like snacks. Snacks is just kind of like along for the ride ish on the, in, in a sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's not pushing for or against anything. But sometimes it feels like I need to be like, remember what gets you. What is yeah? What is what is what's funneling into your stuff? Like I don't want to take away from what he's doing there, of course. But you know, if there's going to be effort, it at least needs to be equal on both parts. I you know, you. and it definitely is. It definitely is partly my fault for not being clear on the communication and doing, I guess maybe I was like a little more passive aggressive than I needed to be mm. with it. But um, yeah, this week was like, I never go like 24 hours without telling them what's up. And they, I don't know, they had just been speaking. And, and at one point it got to a point where they were just like, Nick, are you there? Are you alive? And at that point I was just, I'm just going to ride this out for another like day or two, just to, like piss them off in a sense. It was like kind of joking, but like yeah, still kind of pissed yeah, me off you, a little do you, bit. Do you think they know this? Yeah. Or is this going to be the first time they hear this on the podcast? Uh, they, if they listen. <laughs> I'm sure they do like it, please. I'm sure they had like an inkling of this is what was going on. Like animal definitely knew that I was a little pissed off. I didn't like say anything to him about it really other than like bringing up random shit here and there. But I like, I never do this to them. Like the leaving them alone and not saying anything about what we're doing. Mm -hmm. So I think they definitely did the cold shoulder of a girlfriend. It was a cold shoulder shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was like some real worst. It was petty shit. That's like you go to bed and you try to cuddle them and they just don't stick their ass closer to you. And you're like, Ooh, what What, have I done? What are we doing? Yeah. What happened? What do you do in that situation? Oh, I turn around and go to sleep, though. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> what are you going to do? And then, it, and then they get it. Yeah. And then they turn around and be like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> it never works. Though. Yeah. Like, if they didn't just show up to the Zoom call today, like, maybe I would have been like, fuck, what did I do? You know? Yeah. You, you got to be more vocal. You, you're you not. You you know, you always say you're an emotional man. You're only emotional when you want it. 
You need to speak up on that. You can't yeah. just do cold shoulders and just expect it to just go back to normal. They should know better. No, no, they shouldn't Everybody know better. Everybody should know better. No, that's such a stupid mindset of yours. I mean, you should know better, Steve. Um, you should know better. I'm pissed at you. What are you pissed at? Show the fuck up. I'm here. I took we, a train in. We here. Good. After my haircut. I like that commitment. How's my hair? Good. Scale one to four. Look at me straight. Your shit's like, uh, did you do something with it? This? This is just my like the, the top. Your hairline is like, uh, it's like choppy. Kinda. Yeah, it's natural. Okay. Are you balding? No. Okay. I'm just getting white hair, which kind of scares me. Animal's got some great white hair going on. But he has nice flow. Yeah. That's what I, like, it actually looks good on yeah. him. It's kind of fucked up. I had to give animal. There's a compliment for you. Your, <laughs> your hair looks fucking great. You're a piece of shit. If you've gotten this yeah. far without getting, uh, like just quitting. Yeah. This is where you're at. This week was tough for me. Actually. I had a toothache. For, like, you know, when you bring your car to the mechanic and it was making a noise the whole week and then you get to the mechanic and it stops making a noise. That's what happened to me. My tooth was, I couldn't drink water. I was air sipping. I drank one water bottle for three days. Cause that's how bad this tooth hurt. I get to the dentist, doesn't hurt anymore. And he's like, I don't see anything. Really? And it hasn't oh, hurt fuck since. that. And like, that happened with my stove, actually. Really? I put in a report that like the flame wasn't working. It didn't work for like a week. As soon and as you walked in, I was like, yeah, boom. look at you. Yeah, I yeah. was like, I'm just start cook your fucking head on the stove. Yeah. Smack them in. But what happened also earlier this week, I actually didn't tell you. It wasn't a like a big thing, but my, my mom's brother passed away. Um, he's in El Salvador. I, I don't really have a relationship with him. I, I met him twice in my life. How's she doing? She, she's okay it was like you you saw it coming you know he was he 87 years old and you know he finally passed you know he he came one with it and was totally fine about it and it i, I it got me thinking like with there's been pretty not like i guess significant death in my family but people i really didn't know like my grandparents are always lived overseas so i never had a real connection with them and also with my uncle yeah you have a lot of random family Everywhere. all over the place so yeah. like it, it, it's never, just like when you you don't hear about them unless it's like new breaking news like that so it seems exactly. like it's super significant all the yeah time. and i didn't when i i finally found out in the morning it, like i i didn't like ha sad i was kind of like oh like i'm happy that he's not in pain anymore you know he was really sick so but i was like then turned weird the whole day like i, I didn't want to talk to anybody or anything like that it was just like there and i just started thinking like I should have done more maybe to try to talk to him or do something about that. And I started thinking more of like, I don't, I, I never really had to deal with much death personally in a personal level. There's been, I guess in other people's relationships, like if your grandparents died, it was significant to you because mm -hmm. you were close to them. I was, I was never close to any of my grandparents when they passed. I've the only, only death that's ever like affected me was my friend when I was eighth grade. Mm-hmm died and like i felt that pain but it was also a pain of after a year it kind of went away because we were, we were young you know we we're i was 14 13 at that point so it was just it was unexpected but i never really like I, it, it came i came to terms with like you like have i given enough time to my family or like my friends in in that aspect of giving them my attention because one day they're gone. What are you going to do? You know? And like, did you, you give your you all? Do. And I was, I was actually thinking about both of us and that. And I think we give our friend, uh, the friends that we have now enough attention, but do you, we give our family enough attention in that? And I was, I was like, 
like your father passed, but you didn't know him. So did that ever, that, that affected you here and there, but never really affect, you never had not, that. Not like pain was. Like, yeah, you know, I never had a pain. Uh, like you had Kenny, the, your, when you were younger, there's a kid in our school. Before I even moved to Emerson, yeah, he was, he was your my best, best friend. friend yeah. Sixth, sixth, seventh grade, he passed away from uh, he passed away from cancer. That yeah. was that was like easily the most pain yeah. emotionally that I've gone through. I think that was that was terrible. Like you saw, it, but you guys saw it coming, right? Or I don't think I had any idea. You when think I was they that kept age. it like quiet uh, on you guys, or? <clears throat> I mean, he had to be out of school for like a full year. I just don't. I don't think I was old enough to like understand what was really. Yeah. I knew he was like sick, and I knew he couldn't do a lot of things. But I don't. Thinking back on it, I don't remember if I even thought death was on the radar. Yeah. But I do remember. I remember like going to visit him one day, and uh, we went to the front door, and they were like, "He can't take visitors today. Like he's really not feeling well." And like that night, he passed away. Yeah. And I don't even think that was on the radar at all. So when my mom had told me the next morning. I remember like instantly breaking down. I don't, I don't, I don't think I thought like, I, I guess I just like didn't really understand like death, cancer yeah, or and death yeah, or anything like that. Like that. So yeah, I, I guess like, I don't know if I've been old enough to, I'm, I'm really bad with like death. Even if it's like my great grandpa, it was not even really by, like Jeannie and Mike, their, yeah. their grandpa passed away a couple of years ago and I was never really close with him. Um, obviously he'd been like family parties, I yeah. know him, but he's not my blood. But as soon as, like, we got into, like, the funeral in the wake, I, like, started, like, crying, like, yeah. really badly. And not, like, obviously to fucking, you know, put attention on myself or anything. But, like, I don't know. I'm not good around those things. So if someone that was really close to me passed away now while I'm, like, old enough to comprehend and yeah. understand things, I feel like I would be miserable with it and probably have some... I, I feel like no matter how much time you put in, though, you're probably going to have regret that you could have done a few more things, spent a little bit more time with them or whatever um but yeah I, I mean there's definitely people that i probably could spend more time with i think you'd like try to try your best to focus and prioritize what you have going on in your life right now but it's 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 tough when you're in it you know yeah no i every time someone dies i always think about my friend ricky that passed because that was unexpected like i literally found out my mom found out and put on the fucking news you know he he got shot and killed and fucking he's 16 years old you know and I, and I was supposed to be at that party, which is the craziest part. I still always think about because you know he invited me, and you know when once I moved to Emerson, it was like yeah I'll I'll get back to Teaneck, I'll get back to Teaneck, and I always said that, and then that sh shit happened, and just thinking I was supposed to be there, like and my parents wouldn't have known I was gonna go there, you know it was like mm -hmm. oh I'm gonna go to Ricky's house and we're gonna hang out, and I was gonna go to this party I probably shouldn't have gone to in that age, but that was just the lifestyle that they have over there, and I always think about it because he was such a good kid and. It hit it. It hurt. It hurt a lot at the time. But you know, time goes on. You you just move on and you just forget. And then there's always a little remembrance every time some someone else passes. You know, and I just started thinking about like how, like, we're always just like you know, like you and I. Like, what are we doing this weekend? Let's hang out. Let's figure something out. Do you do that enough with your mom? You know, do you, do I do that enough with my parents? Because, I mean, the answer is definitely not. Yeah, I think whatever we did now, we'd still regret not doing more with them you know i think no. no matter what we did but yeah i mean it, it is a good point it is probably something that you need to step back from real life every once in a while and like take note of that it has to yeah i think it just has to happen all like unfortunately it's some not impactful deaths happen but it makes you realize what you gotta do but you gotta start actually counting on those actions you know and yeah I mean, like heather's aunt she always you have says, to be intentional about that yeah shit. heather's aunt always says i only got 20 summers left so i want to make each of them count 
And I respect she's, that. She's That's jo- just like gave me chills. Kinda. Yeah, you know, she, and she used to say it like as a joke, but like if you think about it. She might only have eighty summers, uh, twenty summers left, and that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's and crazy. how much? How, my dad is turning sixty-five. He might have twenty summers left. How many summers it's am sc- I going to be? It's scary now. It's scary now with our parents hitting like the sixties and how stuff. Many, how much? How, how much time are you going to spend with them? You know, and yeah. I think I read. I, I or I, I heard a crazy, crazy statistic, um, probably on a podcast or something. It was like by the time you graduate high school, you spent. I think it was. Uh, 95% of the face-to-face time with your parents that you're going to spend in your entire life. It's wild. It's it, it, When you think about it, it's like, yeah, because you live at home with them, and as soon as high, you graduate from high school, it's like college, real world, you're out, you know? It's probably, it's probably wild closer to like 97%. Because they had a life before us, then they have us, and our life is their life, mm-hmm. and then we leave without even thinking twice, and then we just tell them, enjoy your life, you Kids are just it. so selfish. We are so... And it's, I, it's unbelievable. Like, it's, I try to go home a lot now, but I have nothing, like, like Corona yeah. has happened So you can't really do much But I started thinking like I, I literally left the house Deuces Went with Heather And was just like Enjoy your life Yeah Figure it out It's like pretty fucked up It's so fucked up The yeah. amount they sacrificed for us And then we just it's, it's just the cycle of life though I feel like When you try to figure it out You get to an age Where you're too old To actually do anything practical about it When you were that age And kids who were that age now That are listening to this won't take it seriously. Yeah, you know what I mean. Forget. Like it might hit you for like five minutes after this podcast, so then you're just like, okay, I'm back to being a kid again. Fuck my parents, you know. Yeah. Even if you have like a great relationship with them and you care about them and like you do shit with them often, it's just, it's, it's just, it's that's the natural progression of these things. I think we're pretty bad though in an overall scale of things. Mm, maybe. I, I, I don't know, dude. I keep. I, I think so. I think of some of our other friends though. And I feel like, uh, I guess some of our, yeah, maybe. I, th- I feel like maybe middle of the packish, maybe a little below average. I, Four out of ten. I think our mindset of us, like we want to better ourselves, also excluded ourselves to ourselves, and we are not like ex- like helping I, other people. Yeah, I, I also feel like we've always kind of had a mindset where like friends were our, our family, right? Yeah. And like a lot, everyone kind of feels that way. Probably but look and at says us now. That. How many friends do we actually have? How many family members do people really have that are close? Like, I've always been like, my friends are just as important to me as my actual family are. And, like, that might be a little intense, but, like, I've really always felt that way. Yeah, no, you know? same, same here. But I, I guess I consider that, like, a bad habit. I don't. No? I wouldn't regret. I, I would, I would, reg- if I felt that it was unfairly skewed. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think there's like a right or wrong equation to it. It's completely subjective to how much time, attention, love, affection that you give to family, friends, whatever. Um, but if I don't know, if you think you're doing the right thing, then it's probably the right thing for you. For you, yeah. subject. That's what I mean. Like yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you could say like putting friends above family is wrong for every. You can't put a blanket statement for out sure. there. For sure. You mean, know what I mean? Not. You can't be like has. it needs to be sixty percent, forty percent. You know, it's like it. it it's it, that's like everything in life, man. Shit is just. Once you start to put it in a box, it becomes a problem. Yeah, I'm gonna think like this for another week and then forget about it, and then someone else is gonna die, and I'm gonna do <laughs> yeah. uh, like and we're gonna redo this podcast. Why yell in podcast 39? Death. Someone else death. Speaking <laughs> of, on a serious note, how long would you want to live? Because like, there's I've a whole of- genre of comedy about like wanting to die now, but like in some instances, it's like I almost would rather die at like 55 than 95. Whoa. Like, do you really want to just be like a, I wanna, a problem for everybody for twenty five years? Granted, 
I know my body will not survive. That's what I mean. After. Like you're going to be miserable. Yeah. The people taking care of you are going to be miserable. Like it's cool to be like, oh. I think like I think with modern modern medicine, and if we you, we do stay healthy, eighty. Do you think that's probably about right? Yeah. Like anything past that, you just like. Oh, you're you're a child again. I was gonna say, yeah, like you're a child in the worst way. No, you're a child without the cuteness to you. You're a child with no just, future just like promise. A dry sponge. Yeah, like it's, imagine with your tattoos. It'd be fucking sick. That tattoo's gonna look you like. You know how cool this is gonna look when I'm fucking ninety. It's not gonna, gonna be, be like, green that's, anymore. That's so good. Yeah, it is. I'm gonna, gonna get gonna touched lose. up when I'm eighty-five. It's gonna go right I'm through your skin. Touch the fuck up. <laughs> touch me up. Uh, Owner, like, is there an age limit to getting a tattoo? No. I think, if you're like a hundred, you could walk in that bitch, and they're not gonna be like your shit's way too soggy. You know how talented of an art a tattoo artist you got to be able to do, like stretch a motherfucker's <laughs> arm, like you pin his, it, his bicep blubber yeah. down, oh, and like no. fucking write that up. No, you can't do it because then it goes back and it's just mushy. You, you gotta, sh- you gotta do. It That's what I mean. You gotta be talented as a wow. motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Well, only one way to find out. We're gonna have to live till hundred. I'm, I'm, I'm literally gonna clean my shit up. Yeah, I, I guess I, I want to see my life how it goes. If I have a family, see how that goes to a certain point, and then I want to just go. We probably also like don't even come close to understanding the impact that like seeing your child have a child has on you. Uh, Maybe when you're like my dad, yeah, when you're like sixty and your first kid has a kid, you're probably like, oh, this is my motivation to live another forty years. I want to see them walk and just. But also, I might just be like, fuck that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really give a that much of a fuck. Yeah. Like, I, I just watched a child grow up for 50 years, you know? Like, my kid was... But now just, you see it without having those responsibilities, and now you get to just Oh, that's nice. You're almost like the uncle. That's why. Oh, that's why. The grandparents take the uncle approach. Wow. Holy shit. I think... I'm all in on being a... Can you skip from parent to grandparent? No, right? <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. A lot of people do it, actually. Like, all NBA... Um, can you fathers. adopt like a 35 year old because <laughs> i'm no, in no you'll, i'm gonna adopt someone older than me christabel when we adopted her she was like 40 <laughs> so i think Damn. that makes sense yeah but she ain't having a kid anytime soon bad habits you hate to say it you know, i've been having so it's been six months since i looked at you yeah <laughs> <laughs> six months since i haven't smoked a cig but i smoke this jewel all the time so i don't know if it counts but i've been having dreams in a blank room kind of looking like this me just smoking cigs. <laughs> That's my whole dream. Come, come by That's to my the whole, dark I, side. I, I told Heather that she was pissed. She was mad at me for my dream cig. Yeah, I feel like girls just do that shit though. But how, like, it, why do you? It, why, like, why do you think you're having that dream? Do I need just one more roan and just suck it in? I'll smoke one with you right now. You don't have any. Let's light up. Light up a candle. Damn, I don't have any. I smoked all. <laughs> Imagine of them you had like you got an here. emergency uh, <laughs> cart. I like should. I feel like I probably do. I'm <laughs> downstairs. Still? You edit that out. And what do you mean still? You think I've been doing it? <laughs> yeah. You look crazy. <laughs> but that was a bad habit of mine. And I've come to the conclusions I'll always need a vice. I need some sort of vice that's not... Like this jewel right now is my vice. And eventually I'll stop that. But what's next? So bad. I think bad habits are good. They keep me sane. Sure. Like what bad ha- Do you have any bad habits that you're okay with? Like you've come to terms that, that you just do. Um... I don't know if I have any like obvious bad habits like that where it's just like, you know, the very prototypical ones, like things that are bad for your health and shit. Um, I think, I think the bad habits I have are probably more like relationship focused. I was thinking about that. Things I that we've that like, you said it, but I feel like you would probably be able to pinpoint this better than me. Cause I don't see it from where I am it. until you bring it up. I, like I'm okay with it, but I've seen, I'm seeing it more. 
that you you're not having a, a your personal life is kind of diminishing and now it's all business all times you love to hear it you love you and it I, and i think this this year i've i've seen i, it, I also I've seen i it think more i think that's because of covid though you do you think or is this just what's happening no i truly do like i would hang out with more i also don't have that many friends in manhattan like yeah. realistically like all my friends are either like wilson and them are in brooklyn kelly's mm-hmm. in brooklyn like you got everyone literally everyone we grew up with is in new jersey too do you think after covid you'll be able to break yeah. this or do you think i truly I, do i truly you, do I, yeah. I think you're at a point where this is normal for you so i don't know if the habit's going to be broken it might become a bad habit of now work 24 7 because this is what you know this is what got used to. like we got used to wearing masks out it's not a problem you know you have to do Wait, it but i've also like considering we don't go out at all like i've made a bunch of friends in the building and shit and i like hang out with them not you know you don't know whenever i hang yeah, out with yeah, them, yeah, right? yeah. you know and i think like if this things, is outside perspective not even right right and i think you're right i think yeah. you're right in a sense but i also think like if things are back to normal you'll see like a different opening social side as mm-hmm. well like i would love to be more social and do things but like what you know how many options you really have here yeah. It's not much. It's not like we could plan shit and be like, oh, let's do shit with a bunch of people. And anytime like that's an option, like I usually jump at that shit. You know, I don't really like turn it down if it's something fun to do. But I, I see where you come from. But I do think like, yeah, like that's definitely. Uh, do you get enough of a personal life? Even in COVID, you still need a personal life. You still need something that winds you down. Yeah. Do you think you're getting enough of that right now? I do right now because of, you know. What's that mean? Her, the woman, the female. What are we calling her? Uh, London Bay Crumpets 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 Croissant what? Croissant I no, hate that's croissants French. That's, that's also French, French. Yeah uh, Big Ben Bay Big Big Clock Big Clock Bay Big Clock We don't have to put Bay on it We just call it Big Clock Okay BC Big Clock um, you Yeah mean, So you, you think you're doing good with that um, Separating it and Yeah Like I think I'm I think I'm I honestly think I'm in a fine spot. I just think like just the way our, I think most people's social lives haven't been good this year. Yeah. No, I, you know what I mean, same mine included. I just think you, you definitely need, like I said, wind down personal life. And obviously I'm not texting you 24 seven. Like, Hey, what are you doing tonight? Are you hanging out? Like getting a play by play. So like you said, yeah. I don't know what, what you're doing 24 seven. I'm just saying in, so right now you're saying, yes, I do. I'm making a balance. Yeah. My personal life isn't getting affected. I'm not worried about it. No, not no, at all. I'm this not time, worried about like, it, Because nah. during, usually this time, this is when you, you run. This is when you go crazy. I would if there was, like, places to go. The yeah. only reason I ran last year because I was, one, visiting my grandparents, so I can't do. Next was this the NCAA championship. Can't go to it. Mm-hmm. And the Vegas thing. Can't go. To, you know, like, there was nothing to do. And I think, like, if this year was opened up, if, you know, people were having, like, parties for their birthday or whatever, like, I would obviously I would have gone to them. Yeah, and, no, then, I, and you probably would have thought about it a little differently. Yeah, I, I mean, big clock haven't met her, but I heard good things. But even though <laughs> I was like, for a second, I was like, "What? What's big clock?" Yeah. But what? Like, pe- people said during Corona, like some relationships obviously broke. Couldn't the the moving in together? I think was is the factor on those. Like, you just moved in, or you just found out things about that person, like their habits, so it didn't work out. Like I had those issues with Heather. Like we were in a one bedroom at that point, and. I couldn't leave the bedroom because she was Zoom calling. I couldn't even take a shit in peace. I had to like, literally every time I heard her talking, I would clunk one out because then they wouldn't hear like me farting when That's she was so quiet. Bad. It was awful. I couldn't even poop in peace. See, like I would, I'm, I'm, I don't think I, 
I don't think it's a person, like a specific person that I'm going to meet and be like, oh, I want to move in with them. It's more of a situation thing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be like, I'm not going to want to move in with someone else unless I know that I'm in a spot where I can like afford a place that's big enough for both of us to be comfortable and shit like that. You know, like I'm we, very no problems now. We have two bedrooms. Yeah, you guys works yeah, perfectly. a big apartment. So now it's great. But in the same way, when I first moved out, like I was in I stayed in my mom's place until I knew that I was going to be financially secure enough to have somewhere that I would like rather than like when Kelly moved into her Soho apartment it was like literally just to get the fuck out and yeah. come to New York I was not like that we were pretty smart like even yeah. when I was going to move out Heather I, I remember texting you and you were just like don't move out just because you want to you have to make sure like everything's checked off right it was I was just nervous about other things but and that's how I, th- I think yeah. about it with a girl now like I'm not going to do it just because this like I could still see that girl whenever I want I don't mm-hmm. need to live with her just because I like her a lot it's just like and this is not even the big clock talk I'm just like in general, in general yeah, I, yeah. I would wait because I'm someone that like I'll, I'll feel claustrophobic quickly if I'm not in a comfortable situation for sure yeah so I'm like I'm unless it's like the real real right reason and right timing and everything like it's not it's off the table for me I also had a huge misunderstanding about m- moving out I ne- never dormed in college. I lived home all freshman the time. year. W- freshman year, like low key, sorry to cut you off. But yeah. freshman year, I was like low key, like kind of miserable with the living situation. Yeah, like I love the dudes I lived around, but like, dude, how it worked out. The, the dorm room, no, no lie, is as basically as big as this room right here, mm-hmm. and like that's no kind of crazy yeah. to fucking think about for doing that for a year. And I never, I never shared a room with anybody, and I was going into coming in hot with a relationship into a one bedroom, and you share a bed. And a room that's now forever. You don't have your own room. Yeah. Like you're no longer an individual. And I remember one of our first problems was the, the blanket. I turned around and she's my toes out. Your toe put a sock on. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. But like, it, like shit, shit piles up like very quickly. I thought, I thought it was easy to move out. I was like, this makes sense. My, my paper checks out. I was like, but I had no experience. Yeah. If you don't have any experience, it's not, it's going to be one of the craziest things you ever do. Thankfully, the first thing my mom told us, which made sense, is set your expectations. If you don't set your expectations on the other person, you're going to be. It's also hard to do that, though, too, when you don't have experience. But I said, I I was like, listen, I I will help you broom. Oh, you meant like set expectations, like not like your head mentally. You're talking about like put it on paper for the other person. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's very important when you move in with somebody and setting expectations and doing that at every milestone. So since now we're getting good advice, since we're getting uh, like we're engaged and now looking at wedding things, we're trying to figure out that situation. Nothing has happened yet. But my mom said, again, set your expectations because it's two families and you got to figure out what you're doing after. Who are you spending Christmas how with? Your mom, how are you your doing? mom? Oh, such a little body with all that fucking big ass brain. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> Smart she, as hell. Hey, <laughs> they, they're not happy together, but they live together. She's telling us she what she should have done. Yeah. But uh, it, it helped because... I told Heather, I'll wash dishes. I'll do that. I don't wash. I don't do the bathroom. I've never have. I had f- three sisters. They did it. And I, I don't f- fig- find, like want to do this now. I, I'm not going to learn this. And, and she, she was okay with that? She was okay with it. and But she said, hey, if I need you to do X, Y, and Z, or please just clean up after yourself. Don't. I was a messy person. I would do laundry, leave it on the table, and leave it until I do laundry again. She's like, not happening. Fine. That's a good expectation. If you don't have that list, you're going to fucking step in shit. Interesting. Stepping shit's inevitable. Dude, like, I think I, I've brought this up with you before, too. I legitimately think that I'm going to... I could be married, and I think I'm going to have two separate beds. Like, I don't think I'm going to sleep in the same bed as my wife. You have to. See, I don't think that's true. 
I think I think this is the thing where I'm so forward thinking on it that it'll become okay. No, it's a norm now for broken relationships. So tell me how it's gonna physically it doesn't work for me. I can't sleep next to somebody else. It like I don't get sleep. But you never had like a king bed. Maybe. So you until you try every option, you can't tell me that it didn't work. Okay, we'll try. We'll yeah. try the king bed next. Try the like, king bed. Go to a hotel and sleep in a king bed and tell me that shit don't work. Okay, that's fair. Because that's like. But if that doesn't work, like, would would is there any okay. woman on earth that would compromise for that? I feel like no. Like I feel like I might be fucked. Because sleeping in bed, right? That's how you fix relationships. I'm listen. That's I'm a, how I'm a big cuddler. Like I love oh, being dude. next to. Like I can do it up spoon? until uh, bigger little spoon. Either I'll take. Either? I'm fucking, Which one's your favorite? Tell me. <laughs> Tell say it. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> ain't little spoon. Big ass spoon. <laughs> oh, here we go. Let's go. To, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm good up until the sleep. And then like when we wake up in the morning, right bike into bed, but I can't do like the, you're rolling over and sleeping on my chest. I'm like wide awake, like eyes open. Gonna that's kill how people shit. sleep. Yo, like, some people, no, that's I watch how, too many commercials, bro. Yeah, that's the I've problem. I've been with girls that do that shit. Yeah. Once, twice. And then you, you mean once, twice. Like, I know. No, I'm not saying with the same girl, like you're sleeping consecutively with them. Like every single night. Sometimes. Every, I'm saying more than like every a week. day of my life. Like that's different. But I'm just saying, like if that's the case, no, like those, I can't get sleep those nights. Yeah, because you got a full ass bed. Yeah, you've slept with me in a twin bed multiple times, and we had great slumbers. Okay, like, so don't even try. How do you, how do you know I had great slumbers? Oh, I nights? did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's what I'm saying. The other person always does. No, but this is I what, don't. No, but it's about my feelings. No, fuck your feelings. <laughs> because what? Ha- so say you get in a fight, right, with your girl. This is married bay. You guys got in a fight before bed, didn't fix it. You, it was going to be a fight for the next day. You sleep in a separate bed? You can't even fix it with a cuddle. You're literally just going to sleep by yourself, and then she's going to be awake, marinating. Well, I go into like that a, bed. Like a, like I go a, into I, I have sack. Like, I could, I'll do the same bed every once in a while. Oh, you're going to do the same bed all the time when you fight? That's not how you're going to fix that. No, like randomly. If we're like in the middle of watching a movie or something, and like she's you just tired. You can't just pick I, and choose. Why not? Because you this need how to life go works. through it. You pick no, and choose what no, you, you want. No, you don't pick and choose. You, you, go with the, you go with the punches. This is Nikki's world. <laughs> you're all just living in it. No. Yeah. That's a horrible mindset to think of. That's the only mindset. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not bad. I started uh, listening to Matthew McConaughey's Greenlight on Audible. Oh, yeah? Dude. You I gotta, can't do books. He The way he does it, like he does like the, the voices, and it's his life, so he knows it. So... It, I think you need to listen to the person that's actually wrote it. You can't get like an English it. person. Like I remember one time I read the Harry. I mean, I didn't read. I got the cassettes from the <laughs> library and then I uh, just listened to it. And it was like an English man. Like it sucked, but the way he did it and the things that he talks about is amazing. I was actually on the train. Jeez, I'm getting pumped up. Was, <laughs> yeah, you are. Sweet, yeah, you are a big boy. Play sweet tea is really hitting hard right <laughs> yeah, now. Dude. But he taught. He got married to. It, you are Matthew McConaughey. He made he would make homemade margaritas for girls. He's like these are the best margaritas he'll ever have, Man, and they were. He met this girl, Brazilian, like your perfect girl, looking like a mermaid. He made her a marg, and that's the, their first date. Love that. And she's so much younger than him. And I was like, this is Nick. Nick's gonna get married at forty. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get married anytime soon, or no. even. Like yeah, it's just it's just like I'm committed to my work right now, and I don't know when that's ever gonna stop. You're not scared of that? No, I think like I don't. 
I think the right person will understand like what I'm doing and the work that I'm putting into it. It's, it's not no, like, I, yeah, yeah, obviously, but you have to like, like me today, right? You're like, Steve, you're going to edit these now. This, and that I'm is just, different though. I've given you, listen, I've given you, the only reason I did that was because the last editing I did like took me a while. And to be honest with you, it was mostly me editing your, you talking. Cause I'm a pretty good communicator on these things. I've had a lot of experience. It's not a knock on you. You've only been doing this for a month, yeah. but you need to listen to yourself to understand how you need to get better. I get that. And that's fine. But you also told me today, you should have, you should have gave me a, a little bit of an update. Yeah. I was thinking about it. I, I, I thought like about a, it like five. That's like a ridiculous. Now I have to go home and download a software where I have like worked. I have to do two 12 hour shifts back to back. Okay. Well one, it's seven o'clock right now. Yeah, you, you say download a software like it's 1952 and it's going to take you two hours. I haven't had a computer hours. in like three years. So that, that's see, what you I'm, see what I'm, de- I'm hearing what I'm dealing with here? I got to download a software. I don't have a computer. Like what, what? How old are you? Are you already dead? I have my work computer. There are nine-year-olds that do this shit. I, I know, but you tell I'm gonna me keep now. That I'm going to get. You. Hmm? I'm going to keep dropping that line on you. I know. To make really you get, feel worse. I'm pretty <laughs> mad. But now I have to go catch a train, get home at like 930. And then start getting like. You can get be home at eight o'clock. I will not. When's the last time have you taken New Jersey Transit and thought I was gonna get home at eight o'clock? That means we would have to stop right now and a train would have to be there. All right, end the podcast. No, fuck off. <laughs> uh, you'll get home by eight thirty. What? Two hours of figuring shit out. You're good. It's game over. Game over. We- you need to give me an extra week. <laughs> no, because yeah. this is what you said on the last podcast and the one before. If I don't do it, it was it was an extra month. Then it was an extra. No, year. no, 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 no. no. Hey, you said you were going to teach me And I know a nine-year-old can do it Just I was, but you didn't come willing to learn You didn't bring a computer Like, how I don't, do, I, What I'm do you want me to do? Come over to your fucking house to show you how to download a software? Yeah, you should I come here every That's time you Then see? bring your laptop when you're it here It doesn't work Then fucking figure it out I'm trying I bought a new battery Unbelievable But I'm, I, I'm trying <laughs> I, I, Barely This effort is, This is fucking animal borderline effort No, this, this is First off, Animal, I'm sorry. I know you. I know you put a lot of effort. <laughs> I was just he with like you. he listens to this shit. I think he does. Oh, sorry. Uh, maybe I have no well, idea. Take actually. my sister out on a date instead, and then, and then, and then what? No, this is <laughs> bullshit because it's Friday, and then you you, you put it on me. I would have came on Wednesday, so then I could have had, had time. Wednesday. Why wouldn't we have had content? My my uncle died <laughs> Monday. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have been able to talk about everything we talked about. Yeah, I tried to text you, you didn't answer. What did you tell? You sent me a meme. <laughs> not, you want to talk about passive aggressive shit, motherfucker? <laughs> you cunt. I'm just saying. I just need one more week. <laughs> just give me one more. See, I don't know if I have time to edit this. Why? I'll leave, and then you'll have two hours. Because you can do it. <laughs> Why would I do it when you can? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. We'll figure it out. Yeah, this ain't coming out this week. Yeah, it is. You guys are not even hearing this. <laughs> I watched the Maze Runner again. Goat. The third one. I don't remember the third one. This is when they're like in the city and everything. Like he's trying to break into like. I thought that was the second one. When they go to that party and he gets like tipsy and shit. No, I think that's the second. I, I th- I'm pretty sure I watched the third one. Oh, I didn't. But know there was, was one specific one. scene. And he's in like the city, the the rich city where everyone's not immune, but. They're rich, so they get to be healthy and whatever. They all have masks on. And then in the side, you see someone that got, like, temperature checked, and they're infected, and they put, like, a bag over his head. It reminded you of this. And I'm like, holy shit. 
they've been prepping us for this. Watch I Am Legend. It's like they put a vaccine out too fast and everybody turned into zombies. Well, dude, watch like fucking what was the movie that was literally about the a pandemic outbreak? It was like a realistic view of it with uh, I think it was Jude Law was in it. Um, it's literally Owen's favorite movie in the world. He watched like four times in theaters. He's really? a psycho. Is uh, it Contagion? Contagion. Contagion. Yeah. 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 Like that I've was, never seen it. What? Dude, bro, it was like the first movie I watched when the when this shit popped off. It's spot the fuck. Up. I'm pretty sure the the virus started from like a bat in China in that movie. It was literally spot on. Do you uh, think in like two years we'll forget about this, or do you think this is still gonna be here? COVID. Forget about not bro. forget about it, but like never gonna back to it. back to normal or. Uh, now there will be signs of this. I just like the flu though. At that point, no? I, I think I think we will be a lot more back to normal than people are making it out. People are gonna be like, "Oh, we'll never be the same again." Like people are gonna be wearing masks and like, no. Like if as soon as we don't think we need to wear masks anymore, people are not gonna be wearing masks anymore. Like we re- realistically, as a culture, do the least we can. We always do the least we can. And I think that we'll go back to that in a little bit. Like as soon as they say COVID is out of our system, most people are vaccine from it. I think we'll pretty much go back to, I mean, people are already fucking having parties and shit now like that. Yeah. That mindset is just not accepted. I think it depends regionally where you are. Yeah. Um, I mean the most dense regional population is New York, LA, like those places are mm-hmm. Florida are crazy yeah. right now. The vaccine rollout pisses me off tremendously. Yeah. Have you like read about that or anything? Yeah. It's just such a high, it's tough cause it's, I get, I get like so high volume logistics and you have like state federal, like all no, this. I get it. I, this is my like real, anger about it i've been going into the city since may like i was scared shitless going to penn station the first time like i was sweating like i was like i'm gonna die i don't know like i didn't really read about covid i've been going since i see 100 not well city's kind of dead so but like seeing almost 100 people a day that are literally telling me oh cali's dead so we we took a flight a private flight to new york and i'm like Oh, thanks. I'm I'm just trying not to get COVID here, but I have to come to work. Yeah. And I don't get how they can keep upping, like, going out to eat. Why are you not letting these waiters get vaccinated instead? Because they They're don't... They're next it, up on the list, I think. Yeah, next up on the list. But why are they... Like, Heather got it. She works from home. Because she works in healthcare, she's allowed to get it. Yeah. Like, how, is, how does that make sense? How come I can't get it? I, I've been going to work. Retail, retail and restaurants should get it. They should, but like you also have to have some like healthcare gets it first. Anyone in healthcare, anyone in healthcare means you can't, the person like, that's in the computer at home should get it. Like, so how black and white can you get with it though? People that go to work every day should get it. That have to travel should get it. Sure, but then there's going to be such a gray area. Of, like, dude, I don't think anyone would agree that people are not that I'm saying you guys shouldn't don't need it and shouldn't be deserving of it, but like. Most people are going to be like healthcare, frontline work. Those people need it. Frontline workers should get it. That should be first on the list. Why don't you just stop it at that? Because healthcare is more important to the culture than retail. No, maybe I, not culture, I, but no frontline workers that are out. Frontline in, workers, but in order for doesn't all that mean that's, like nurses, doctors? Oh, yeah, but all for all that stuff to happen, you need the back end, which is the other healthcare. I heard workers. it's so political though. Like, I'm sure. Oh, I'm hosp- sure it a lot is. Of these hospitals are bringing like their. I'm sure it is, but that's why it's like once you set the black and white area of it, then it just becomes like a fight. If you're just like healthcare, okay, like everyone can kind of agree on that and being like, let's get that done. As soon as you start making it political, then it's then it elongates the process. You're so right, but you I'm know? so mad. about I get it. it. Like there, there should be anger, but, but there's gonna be anger from any side, no matter what the decision. Why isn't Javis Center just like closed in a 24-hour COVID shot? I don't know. Like, I don't know the logistics behind it. That's why I think it's confusing because do we have enough vaccines here? Like, do we have the volume? Like, what is, you know, we also have to have 
frontline workers working 24 seven, if we're going to do shit like that, you know? So I'm just wrong. I have no idea. Like, I don't know if you're wrong. I don't think you've said anything that's like a fact. So I don't am know I, if you could be wrong. I just, am I just pissed for no reason? I mean, I think a lot of people are just pissed. Like I, me, it's understandable. Like how, if I were you and I was, you know, on the move every single day working with people that I don't fucking know, I'd want it to literally people will come with their mask, like down to their front lip. Like, do you, Hey, what are you doing? Like, get out. Yeah. Stop. I, I've been doing well for the last couple months. <laughs> like, do not ruin this. Yeah. And now we're at a point where they're like, if you're, you get COVID, we're not like paying you out. Cause we've been doing it for like six months. Like companies, even in like a high scale are like hurting. They can't just like be paying people cause they want to go on vacation and stuff. But I don't know. It's just like, I think I'm just like super frustrated at this point of not being able to do anything. I think it's finally, you know, they said COVID fatigue. Up. I think yeah. it's finally like, I could see that. Dude, come on. Like, what am I? Because, because you, you still have to live your, your life in, in fast forward, like in, yeah. in regular motion while everybody else is still like down here. Yeah. That's probably what's, and you know, what's really going to piss me off when people start going to the offices and they start taking a train. I'm like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, like you are making it worse for me. Yeah. But Penn station's horrible since they opened the new station. The, the, what do you mean? The new station They across the street. There's a new station for like Amtrak. Oh, I didn't know. That. Yeah. It's like $1.6 billion. Like. Where the post office Oh, I was. think I saw the entrance yeah, for it. It was on Instagram. It's and beautiful shit. in there, but Engine Transit's not there. And Penn Station is now a hub for like addicts and homeless. Yeah. And you, you're literally dodging them now. It was before they're just sitting there like money. You're like, eh, no. Now it's just like. It's kind of like that. It was kind of like that on the main entrance next to Madison Square Garden going down to NJ Transit, but like it was few and far between. There's a couple guys. No, now it's crazy. Like, I had a like. He was sleeping in front of the escalator. I had to like go over him. Damn. I mean, my fat ass should have just walked down the steps. They should have like had something, and they should have known something like that was going to happen. And at they least don't have, care. yeah, they don't yeah. care. <laughs> Literally, no one in New York cares about nothing, man. Nothing like, at all. You just like fucking kill somebody on the street. NYPD will like pass by and just be like, ah, <laughs> skirt, not worth skirt, right past. All right, anything? Well, we're talking about downstairs in the love shack. What do you love call downstairs? Shack? The no. dungeon? No, this is the dungeon. No, this is the studio. That's all. You never made a name for it or anything. Not really. Headquarters. Is this, this is, is the this headquarters. The whole the the conglomerate here is the headquarters. Okay. I don't know if this upstairs even deserves a name. So, are you allowed to speak on like new companies that? Yeah, we can yeah. talk about it. So, you you said it multiple times. Drafts was underdog. From, uh, underdog was from draft, right? And now, same dudes who like created yeah. draft. Yeah, it started so, off I mean, underdog. It must be awesome to see them get through COVID. And now are starting to because last year they didn't have a budget. Yeah, so they start. They started. They started last summer, basically, and they they do everything remotely. Normally, they're they're going to be working out of Brooklyn. Oh, really? Yeah, so they're they're going to have uh, an actual physical location when they open things up. And we're talking about Underdog Fantasy. Some of you guys probably did some best ball drafts on there last year. If, How's if, their platform overall? So good. This is why I love. Like they focused on which I I love when they were like we're not putting money into marketing. It's all about dev right now, dev development, software development. I was like, I was like, I was like low key, like fuck, but like good because long term, yeah, long term, like their platform is always so smooth. It's the it's, same mindset as you, kind of, you think? Yeah, that's why we work so well together, and I you love the people that work dogs. there. Exactly, bro, and like they do everything really well from the beginning, and I'm like, this is why I know it's gonna be a good long term thing. So uh, they had started running next year stuff already as soon as like the playoffs started and I was like oh this is perfect because when they're doing off-season shit it gives me such an easy uh one piece of content that's really popular on my channel it's like one of the most popular pieces of uh, content I could put out supernatural 
and very easy to monetize for me. So it's got like the fucking trifecta. But you're doing this in the off season? <clears throat> I could do it in the yeah. I could do it now all the way through next fucking forever. But you don't think that starting in an off season is a slow starter? It's, or do you it, think like, it's how- it's uh it'll have less engagement than it would during the summer, but it's like people they're, it's just fun to do. It's like an it's an actual platform that I'm like that it's really fun to really? fuck around on. Yeah. So I'm like I don't mind doing it in the off season. People love to join in. They could draft. They could do shit with me on the platform. Okay. So it becomes like a two way thing, you know. And I'm like working with them, giving them suggestions on like what would make the platform better for uh for myself to engage with like different users and stuff, which is cool because as being like a smaller company, like they actually take my suggestions into consideration and start moving on some of these things, which is also fun. And obviously based on um last year stuff when they didn't have a marketing budget to give me money per sign up they gave me like a very small equity stake in their company mm-hmm. so it's like i get to help build something that i'm also a part of and have a stake in yeah and now i can monetize per sign up and per user so we just we got a we got like a test run for the next month or so i'm sure it'll go fine and then uh and then we'll probably renew for the next they have a bigger marketing budget this summer not massive massive but still like big enough where you know like would you take a smaller piece of the pie essentially to just work with them and take like a hit on money just because you believe in them or like next year, are you going to still bring in not people that you don't want, but you know, other sponsorships and other companies just because, um, at, at this point I would ideally, I still would do something that's probably more weighted towards the long term If they wanted to do that instead, mm-hmm. it would have to be a little bit bigger if I'm going to put more time and content into it. Like if I'm doing one video a week for the next, you know, bunch of months and shit, I would like a little bigger piece of the pie. Um, but I, I always, especially around this time, I have to think about like, how am I going to be liquid for next year? That's what I'm, that, that's, I'm always curious about. Cause once the season ends, you kind of have to recreate yourself in a sense of Every finding year. where your checks are going to come from. Yeah. And that must be a little like overwhelming or do you just like put your head down and just like, I'm going to figure this out. Yeah. I do usually, people like reach out or you were doing that? I usually have to be the instigator on these kind of things. Okay. Um, sometimes it's the other way around, but like anything significant is usually by way of force from my side. Like, okay. you know, like I need to make this happen. You know, mm-hmm. like it's, it, it is a, a new thing where every year I kind of have to recreate where the majority of my wealth is coming from, you know, and which is why I'm always thinking about like how I, how can I eliminate the middleman? So I don't need to depend on these companies if they go out of business like drafted or, you know, uh, but they I got bought out, right? Yeah. They were like, we're not, they, they were bought by a company and then the company after like a year oh, was like, we're wasn't. not, yeah, we're not continuing your platform anymore or whatever. And they actually built their platform into their shit now. So they let go of, of draft, but like built that the game into FanDuel's platform mm. and then draft left and, or underdog started. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's up to me to kind of figure out like how the actual money's coming in. And that's why the draft guide is so important. Cause it's mine. Like I own that shit, you yeah. know, and that needs to be a big part of our revenue. And which is why I start thinking like, Cutting out the middleman in any sense, I think is the best way a business can profit. Like if I'm if I'm advertising for a company, then that means someone else profiting off of you. It means someone's profiting off of me, but it means that I believe in that product and I believe my audience will like that product. So why don't I deliver that? to product. the audience. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's obviously tough when I'm talking about products that are like geology, like skincare or something like mm-hmm. that. I'm not going to start making skincare shit, but that's how I think like bigger picture. If there's stuff within our space and our audience and our industry 
in the same way that Barstool made the, they put, all they did was make fuck around entertainment videos. They love gambling. They always worked that into it. And then they made a fucking sports book. Yeah. Like that is a prime example of that. And that's what I've always pictured. Like, do you think if, essentially if, your sports, because you're not big on yes, the gambling. Yes. But, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. would, would we do something like that? No, but like your draft is right now. Your, your draft guide is your sports book. Yeah, exactly. So you're trying to make. You always. Every, I think eventually that draft book won't even be called the draft book. It's going to be like in your app, and this is what you pay for. You pay right. for this. It's going to be like a monthly subscription service exactly. to like what we put yeah. out. And I think like like a platform, like a gambling platform, like almost like what Underdog does, mm-hmm. is like a, a prime example of someone in my position. If they wanted to cut out the middleman, like I create Underdog, and instead of them, they need to get my audience. And I'm just like, no, like I already have, when you have the audience, you have the leverage of everything. You know what I'm saying? Like they need their customers where they get it. They use influencers to get the customers. What if the influencer became the product? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the way I think about these things. Like working the, like what if next year I came out and I started creating draft boards and championship belts and trophies? Who are the, who's my audience going to buy from you? These companies or me? That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like cut out the middleman. Obviously that takes so much capital how, up front to start exactly. running that how and, big and knowledge. How do you think you like fan base wise do you need kind of that, for that are to be successful? You? Yeah. Cause right now what are you? 50 K? Yeah. I would I say, like I would you, say multi six figures. Yeah. I would say like 200 to like if the fantasy footballers, you think that, that, I'm, I don't think it's little, but you think that little like 200 K could make you a, like a think a about, player. think about what I have now, dude. And but think, I, think 4X that 5X. The popularity, the the stuff that we have going on, like this is my things outside. Because if you guys don't know, I don't play fantasy. Mm-hmm. I barely know anything about fantasy. I just know everything that you tell me, and I I feel like you've been flirting with thirty five to fifty k for a long time. Like, just this year, because we didn't grow. It was like thirty, and then we're up to like forty six now. Yeah, that's like not so fifty percent growth realistically in that area. It just doesn't seem like it because I was expecting like to be up to seventy five now. Yeah, we will be next year. We'll take another big jump this summer. Okay. So that's that, like in you're saying is a, cause you know what me just not, I don't have a laptop. So, you know, I'm not that. Yeah. Into yeah. This no, I, I understand so what you're saying. Me, I see, yeah. you know, people with like 500, a million, you know, that's like, I'm like, Oh, okay. That makes sense. I, I think, me, I think most people me, underestimate just how much money those people make. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what I'm. Yeah. Yeah. I think most, as long as they like kind of know what they're doing, I think my mindset might be a little bit more like, progressive on a business front than mm-hmm. some of those people which yeah. might make up the gap a little bit but i think like you think you're doing more than you should i'm making on more this. i'm making more yeah I'm, I'm turning a penny into five cents where these people might be turning a penny into two cents or something okay. like that you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, still yeah, profiting yeah. and they should be but i think I, I think there's like a chance for us to have a legitimate like monopoly within the space on a lot of different things um, like for instance, if we had, if I was a fantasy footballers, I would have already created, I would already be selling products within, I would be selling the, they work with companies that sell the draft boards and the, and the shit. And I actually reached out to fantasy jocks, the company I used to work yeah, with yeah, yeah. and talked about like taking major equity in their company and like possibly buying them out and shit, which might not be like, this might be like a two year play, yeah. but like partnering up with a company like that and like taking over their operations. Did if you we talk were, to them about that? We did like we 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 didn't like settle on anything. It was like very preliminary. Were they like engaged on that, or were they? Just- yeah, it did. It wasn't like shut down. It was more like a, it, w- it was more of like a conversational. Like, okay, how the fuck do we even begin talking about this? You know? Yeah. Like, no, what I does mean, it mean? That's we- probably like a a hard thing to not like a. When you started with them, what do you have? Five K people like you yeah. were just and now you're becoming something i don't know if they're plateauing i don't know much about them well that that's the thing that's why i was like oh yeah. covid might be a tough year for all these companies like it, this could monetize. be an injection into both both things like we we put the audience back into your product and and 
Um, you guys obviously take a huge. You can't take like, anything personally on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't think it was a person. Like I, I'm looking for both sides to get value out of it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So uh, these are the long term things I'm thinking about. You know, like bigger picture, more upfront risk, but like way more upside. You know, we're not mm. like when when I when I talk about like. Yes, we're just making YouTube videos, but there's so much more to grab. There's so much more to fucking pull down from the tree. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot that we can do, obviously. And this is another thing about scaling. Like, yeah, what do you mean by like scaling? It's like we can put up more content, but like we could also do all these other fucking things, you know? Yeah. No, I get that. But I also think when you have so many long term goals, do you think you're, gra you're grabbing too many apples and that you can hold? Probably. Do, do you think you don't see that as a problem? Not really. No. As long as like one or two of them fall into my fucking basket, we'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's an interesting take because I, I was at. Because the long, the long term views are like, those are heavy investments, right? So it's not like it, it wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to start on all. Like, I'm thinking about them now and like they'll each slowly progress at their own level. And then we'll eventually get to a point where like, okay, I'm putting a lot of my focus on this one. Maybe that's just not realistic. Like those things, like, you know, it's like natural selection. It kind of no, like yeah. Darwin. It's like. But what I, uh, what I'm saying, like, say you had like six things you're working on, right? They're all like C level stuff. But if you're doing it too much and they stay that C level stuff, don't you have, like you said, you're going to have to start, Hey, that's not working out. Maybe if I do three things that are a level things, that's going to, then I can start branching off again. Mm -hmm. So I think, that, you, yeah, I, I think a lot of that stuff, you don't think you have like every time you tell me things, I'm like, that's awesome. But is it just too much right now to think it's long term where you need to start chipping away slowly on two things first. I, this is totally out perspective of me not knowing. No, no, no. That's, I mean, that's a know. very realistic thing. Like yeah. I know a, a lot of the ideas I, I have are like very outlandish. Am and, I a pussy? No, no, no. You're right. We're just, we're just not at, at the level. Like I know what we need to do. We yeah. just, we're just, we don't have the resources to do a lot of these things. You know, like if, if I had the capability of doing them, maybe I'd bite off more than I could chew. But I think we're like on the precipice of being able to pull off one of these things. I almost feel like it's going to be a snowball effect. Yeah. Like once we hit one of them, like, oh, that like really made us bigger, faster, gave us more momentum that can knock down the next fucking thing in our way. And I think once we start rolling on it, I just don't think we, I don't think we've started yet. I don't think we've really built the first piece of the snowman yet to have it start rolling down the hill, you know? And it's just, it's just annoying. It's not annoying, but like you just have to be so patient with this shit. You it's know? crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It to sucks. me, I feel like you've been doing this forever, but for you, it's like, this is still new this is still a like we're just product. starting yeah and we're just starting yeah outside perspective i'm not knowing anything that you like do with your video wise i know nothing that like everything that you do background i feel like i know everything that you're yeah. telling me and it makes and sense, that's why for you, know? you that's why for you because i tell you the big picture things and like those things the progress made on those are so slow so, and so yeah. far and few and, in between yeah you know that that it's like all the shit I'm doing daily is just like did, 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 did. that video is going to do that for you. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm like, how, yeah. cause it's, it's like, you got to be super patient. Gary, Gary V says it, man, you got to be super patient in the macro, but real quick in the micro. It's like, that's so funny. It Cause me explaining this, like, how do they, how does Nick make money? And I'm like, no, we're not doing this today, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but he makes YouTube videos. And then like, what, you, what people don't understand is the YouTube is just a, a marketing platform yeah like it's the same way that if like a the pizzeria down down the street had a fucking had a youtube channel that had fifty thousand subscribers they'd be doing a lot more business because mm. people would be like oh i want to go to that pizzeria it's just a marketing platform so once you hit six figures with a following you think that's when snowball snowball starts going a little bit that's like where it, I, I think to make like serious serious moves yeah, yeah. I, I i don't want to say six figures but like 
Are you still um, multi six figures thinking like investor or you still are you scared of that? I actually interesting. I got on a call with uh, with an investor after I put out the vlog mm-hmm. of of the revenue from last year. The I got an email from an actual investor. He works it's funny. He works actually at one of the funds that was involved in the GameStop shit. So I won't name like names or any funds or anything, but I didn't realize it until we were like getting on the call and I like LinkedIn and Googled his name real quick. You're like, fuck this. <laughs> he, he doesn't work on like the hedge fund side of things with big businesses. He yeah. works on like venture capitalist kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, okay, he's fine. Like he's not really in that world. Yeah. He was, but he's not anymore. Um, re- re- anyways, I was, I was just like talking to him, kind of picking his brain and be like, things I should know, things I shouldn't know. He's like, yeah, he's like in your position, you definitely shouldn't take money from, uh, uh, you shouldn't take VC money from people that like you don't know. Cause they're going to be hounding you every two weeks, every month on progress, on progress, on progress. Um, you need someone that believes in the product. Yeah. Like the space. I would take money for one of two things like I would, or, or from one of two types of people, I would either take money from, uh, from friends and family, people that like knew me that like, like you would give me money unconditionally. If I was like, I'm opening up money for investments. Like I'm going to let you put up to 20 K. Like I know you would hand me the money and like, you know, be like, I, I have no say in what you're doing business wise, but like over the long term, I know this will work. You know, yeah, yeah. those are the people I would ask money from. Like I, I would ask you, I would ask your dad. I would ask like some of the people, uh, friends and family, yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that, you know, my dad's ready. He asked me every day. Yeah. Like I'm sure I probably have 10 to 15 people like that. And I'd be yeah. able to raise money that way. Alternatively, I would take money from a, um, a mentorship ish kind of position. Mm-hmm. Someone who's like, uh, I'm going to give you money because I've been down this road and like, I know I can help you go somewhere. Like I would never take blind money. Yeah. Blind mm-hmm. money in the sense that they're, they're putting pressure on me. To, but when it comes to say, say this guy, Mr. X wants to give you money. Are you giving up equity? Or are you just giving return? Like, what are you doing? Are so you, that, are that you, was my you, question to him. Are you willing to do that? That was my right question now. to him was like, how do these deals work? He's like, they're completely, um, creative and how you want to make them like you can give up equity i was like what does that even mean like equity like how do you evaluate your company he was like oh well you could do like um a, a few different ways of looking at it you can you could look at the profit or the revenue that you made last year yeah and, so if you're 200 and you could put it on a scale of three to 10x or something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. depending on where your company's at you could evaluate it at that Shark tank, baby. and then give off yeah equity that way um he's like yeah if you're like just a private owned company like yourself you would it, it would be a negotiation between you and whoever the person that was investing money into it uh, would be, and he, he was like, he was like, here's what you do. You go to that person and you give them an offer and you say, I think my thing's valued at this. Uh, I'll give you, you give me this for 5% of the company. And if you go around and you ask like five to 10 people and they're all knows, he's like, you need to reevaluate the, the value of your company. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, okay, so what happens if I give off 5% of the company? And then like three years later, my friend's just like, ah, I just want out how do you evaluate it then? Like, what do you just give up cash? He's also like, you can tie in a percentage of like profits along the yearly route, like at 2.5% of all profits for that year, go to your pocket along the way or something like that. Um, And then he's like, when you're buying the company out again at the end, after like the guy wants to cash out his 5% equity, that's like another negotiation you have with the person based on the value of the company, what you think it is at the time. And I'm like, damn, that sounds like very open-ended. I feel like so sketchy. Like someone could like, makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Does he want in or he just giving you a No, he was literally just like, you've helped me with fantasy. Like just if you want to hop on the phone and talk about it, cause you had talked about you, you said in your video that you were thinking about investor money, but you have no idea where to start. So if like, if you want to like pick my brain, well, that's awesome. Yeah. It was cool as shit for him. He's in New York too. So I'll probably meet up with him as soon as like COVID and shit is done. Um, but yeah, it was cool to hop that's on. That's a him. good thing to know because 
I think equi- people are so willing to give equity up. You know, you you made fun of me the other day. You, I watch Shark Tank all day. Mm-hmm. The only reason I watch Shark Tank too. Every is- Snapchat you send, you don't even notice it, which is the funniest part because every Snapchat you send is Shark Tank in the background playing. Nothing's it's like on. you want to take ten percent of my company. <laughs> How dare and you? It's like you zooming in on Heath's face or something every time. <laughs> but a lot of people do. Um, Royalties, like you could do that on a draft guide. Like, oh, you get ten cents on every uh, draft guide I sell. Yeah, with a five percent equity, you know, and like people yeah. do that all the time, and it sounds good, but then you get fucked in the end because that royalties forever. So, say you you start selling a million a year. Yeah, and see, get, that's crazy. Th- that's what makes that's what you. makes this shit like weird because like we pivot quickly like what if our, our draft guide could become something completely new like if if we if, if if i turn it into just the draft app and it's a mobile app then i also paid x number of dollars to have the app made and installed and then it becomes a different price point and then the profit's different it's like yeah. it's so unorganized that it's like it makes me uneasy and it's like oh we also get like five percent of like the patreon profits i'm like it's like okay but we're changing to a website now we're not on patreon anymore and it's like a yeah. member you know what i mean like i think with our just, business model yeah. it's so like scattered that it's um that that makes me uncomfortable. I feel like everyone says when you have a, a sustainable business like you do right now, it's I think up until right now you can definitely say this is sustainable. This even if like you said, if I stay at this, mm-hmm. I don't grow anymore. This is just sustainable. This is your job. This is what you have a private business. It's just I I feel like when you you just have to. It's okay if you do go negative because people do go red some years. But it's no one freaks out. It's like Netflix. No one freaks out because well, it's in the red. That's why I want to make the company into an S corp, so yeah. I pay myself a salary, yeah. so that if the business goes into a red, I can still live my life. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a mental thing that I need to separate the two. Because mm. you're right. Like right now, I'm just like sitting. That's why I've gotten to like the fucking stock market investing because I just have all this cash laying around. I'm like, do I, where do I put this? Like, do I yeah. do I go into the negative for business or is that like too risky? You know, like I'm not against it if it's the right thing, if people have done it and it's you know because they, people like if you have a sustainable business where people know you're growing and you just you you went negative to make progress, it's fine. Right. So that's where I think you That's where I just like You know like I just don't know I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing Which is like fucking I don't know I've always like followed my gut up to this point But like when it comes to this stuff There's obviously people so far More experienced than I am When it comes to managing money And investment And scaling and things like that Which is why I'm like Don't be scared to ask questions right Yeah I just don't know who the fuck I ask Like who's Who has experience in scaling a business Like an internet business like this you know Like I don't know that many people that do But I think at this point even though it's a different business, you're going streamline. It's a business people have done businesses where they yeah. might have like uh, my my barbershop's doing well. I want to build a second one. It's going to put me in a red, but I know it has value. Yes. Yeah, the other so. thing is like the re- I guess the reason I said internet business because internet businesses are the profit margin is just so fucking high because you don't yeah. have to like like barbershop. I'm sure the profit margin is not that fucking high. Yeah. You still have to pay wages, you still have to pay for the equipment, the rent, and shit like that. Yeah. Whereas like you know we just they don't they probably don't have a ton of extra cash laying around to make shit move. So them going in the red is not unheard of. Mm-hmm. But like a YouTuber going in the red is like weird. You know what I mean? Cause they don't like do anything. They just sit in a fucking chair and make videos and make all profit from it. So I'm like, you know, who do I, of course I ask a barbershop. And they're like, yeah, it's fine. Going in the red. I ask a YouTubers making 98% profit margin. It's like, but are they trying to grow? That This is where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know who to ask. I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Like shit's crazy. She, <laughs> <laughs> it'll come together soon though. I really soon believe enough. that soon enough. And by soon enough, I mean like three to six years. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I think that's it. I, think I don't think I'm going to edit this episode. I, like, th- that was I pretty think sh- I d- The I other was, thing, too, with fine. the editing is, like, 
You're just cutting the space. The only reason I want you to improve is so almost that we don't have to edit. Yeah. Because mostly like these will run themselves good, but there'll uh, every once in a while there's chunks where it's just like I have to take out like eight to ten seconds because it's like me cutting you off and then you saying like two ridiculous things in a, in a, in a row and then me like yelling about something that's fucking so dumb. So you might have to edit this. <laughs> yeah, probably. That, I think I just explained this episode perfectly. Um, but like yeah, once we get to the point where we're just on par with everything like perfectly smooth we don't have to edit this one did feel i actually don't think i'm gonna edit this one partly because i don't feel like editing it but you gave secondly one, i think it one more week uh, i mean if unless you want to edit this there's two options i don't edit it and put it up or you can edit it i don't think this needs editing though. i think we did good i think we did a good too we, why you yelling oh my god that's our theme song <laughs> according to fucking who me get get out of my barn no i see you later all right we love you thank you for listening uh leave us a rating review Prefer- Can someone please preferably not <laughs> heather, heather related <laughs> yeah rating please. review would be incredible thank you love you Bye. <laughs>